Have you started on your Q4 plan yet? I know it's only the summer, but quarter four will sneak up on us so quickly, and it is really important to have a plan before it gets too close to quarter four. So in this episode, we're talking about how you can start planning for quarter four and getting your content created. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So excited to be chatting with you today. And as the introduction said, I cannot believe that we are discussing quarter four today. And before I jump in, I want to just do a quick introduction like I do every week. In case you are like me and you like to skip through the introduction of an episode, but then halfway through the episode realize that you don't remember who is behind the microphone of that podcast, I always like to just take a few seconds to just reintroduce myself. So my name is Madison Wetherill. I am the founder and CEO over at Grace and Vine Studios, where we focus on building brands and websites for food bloggers who are looking to stand out in the crowded sea of food bloggers who are looking to have a website that optimizes for user experience and user engagement and is really looking to build equity and loyalty with your audience through strategic branding. So if any of that resonates with you and you are curious what it might look like to work together, please head over to our website over at graceandvinestudios.com. You can click on the services tab to see the different ways that we work with clients or head right to the contact us form to reach out and we would be happy to point you in the right direction for the package that is the best fit for you in this season of your blog. Now, for those of you who are maybe a little bit newer to the podcast, you may not know that I also have a food blog. And so I love to share kind of behind the scenes of what I'm doing for my food blog, what's working, what's not working. And I also really love the topic of planning. And so this topic just could not be more perfect for the things that I love to talk about. However, I feel like this episode was really hard for me to get to and to stop procrastinating actually recording this episode. Maybe it is because this summer has kind of been kicking my butt for a lot of different reasons, including some personal ones, or maybe it's just that I'm in denial that it is already July and that means that it is hot here in Phoenix, but it also means that I have an almost one-year-old, which is just mind-blowing. I still have a little bit over a month and a half until he turns one. But all of that to say, I think that is why I have been procrastinating this episode to talk about quarter four, because it is just crazy that it's time to get started with our quarter four plan. So that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to start by just talking about why you need a plan for quarter four. Maybe you're like me and you have kind of been procrastinating. You've had, you know, finishing your quarter four plan on your to-do list, but you haven't really been putting in the time to make it happen. And so today we are going to kind of shake things up and get ourselves motivated to get started on our quarter four plan. So why you need to have a quarter four plan? First of all, quarter four sneaks up so quickly. It is already halfway through this year. 
That means that the back to school season is coming very quickly. And after that, we go right into the holidays. And before you know it, it'll be January 1st. So having a plan is really going to help you to get ahead on what you need to get ahead on. It's also going to help you to plan to take off time for the holidays. I know every year it seems like I want to take off a little bit more time than I did last year. And having a plan and getting ahead on creating content is really the only way that that's going to happen unless I decide that I'm going to create less content so that I can have more time away from my business. And then lastly, I truly think that getting ahead and having a plan for not just quarter four, but any upcoming quarter is what is going to help you create better content because I am sure that you have been in this situation before where you have needed to sort of rush through some content that you are working on or a photo shoot that you need to get done and the content is just not as good as you would want it to be. So having a plan and working ahead is really going to help us to continue to create high quality content that really serves our audience. And just a little side note for anyone who might be newer to blogging, maybe this is your first quarter four that you are coming up on. Just a quick little, I guess, PSA about why quarter four matters so much. There's a couple of reasons. One is that advertiser spending limits are generally higher in quarter four, which means if you have ads running on your site, you're going to see higher RPMs. You're also going to most likely see an increase in traffic as people have more opportunities and reasons that they are looking for recipes to cook for loved ones or make for the holidays in general. And so quarter four just tends to be kind of like the Super Bowl for food bloggers. And so it's really important to have a good plan. Something else to keep in mind is that the work you put in for this year and for this quarter four is greatly going to benefit you next year. And that's something that is always a little bit hard to keep in perspective because we want to start working on content right away for this upcoming quarter four. But most likely you're not going to see huge rankings or huge amounts of traffic from those posts until next year. There's always outliers to that, but that's been my experience generally is that it takes a few months for those posts to rank. And so having a plan and getting ahead, again, is just so important if you want to see a successful quarter four. The very first thing that we're going to do in order to plan for quarter four is to do a review and kind of a mini audit of your holiday content. And what you're going to do for this is try to figure out and review the content that you already have right now. So you're going to do a couple of different things in order to find this. Now, depending on how your website is actually set up and how your categories are set up, you may be able to just go to a category like Christmas recipes, Thanksgiving recipes, whatever the you know New Year's Eve recipes, whatever the holidays are that you focus on, you might just be able to pop into those categories to see the posts that fit in there. But if your website is not set up with holiday specific categories, you may have to dig a little bit more to find the specific recipes that are applicable for quarter four. And one of the ways that you can do that is to look at your previous posts that were published during previous quarter fours. So you would be looking back at 2022 and looking at the posts that you published in maybe September, October, November, and December to see which posts were relevant for quarter four. Now, this may not be something that is super easy to do if you've been around for many, many years. So another thing that you can do is go by memory and just try to find some of the posts that you have. This can take a little bit longer, especially if you don't have a system set up for this or 
a spreadsheet of sorts. We have all of my blog posts in an Airtable document, and we've actually gone in and created our own categories and occasions within Airtable so that we can easily sort for this type of content. But whatever way that you want to do this, it's important to really figure out what you have first before you start looking at what you want to create in the future. And once you know what type of content you already have, you'll start to see where you might have gaps in your content or things that you want to create. So maybe when you look through your Thanksgiving recipes, you might find that you're really lacking in filling out fully that type of content and that category of content. Many, many years ago when I was at a food blogging conference, I don't even remember specifically what conference it was, but I remember a speaker talking about how we should think about our websites like they are a cookbook. And if you think about a physical cookbook with a table of contents, each of the chapters within that table of contents, we want to have fully filled out for that topic. So when it comes to something like a holiday recipe, you want to potentially fill out your content fully and have things like side dishes and main courses, drinks, desserts, you know, appetizers, whatever it is that makes sense in that category. But you really want to eventually fill out that topic fully for your audience. Now, if you're sitting here thinking, okay, but we don't need another mashed potato recipe, that might be true. But if you have a special twist on mashed potatoes that your audience would like, or if you have something that would make it unique to your brand, then that is something that you might want to fill out. And, you know, we have to remember that when we have loyal readers and loyal followers for our food blogs, they are going to come to us specifically for recipes that they're looking for. And we always have the opportunity to create content that is specific for you know our niche and our audience. And so don't be afraid to do something that feels a little bit generic or feels like everybody has their you know go-to mashed potato recipe because you never know what your site might do well for in terms of that type of content. So with that, you're going to take you know what you've reviewed of your posts and what you already have. And then I want you to jot down some ideas of blog posts that you could add. You don't have to make decisions on that right now. But once you understand what you have, you'll be able to easily see where you have those gaps and what types of ideas you have. And so write those down and we'll come back to them later. Now that you have kind of reviewed what you have, hopefully you have seen maybe some opportunities for low hanging fruit that you can update. So for example, do you have some blog posts that maybe are a little bit older and they need some zhuzhing up? I really just wanted to use that word because it's a fun word to say, although it's a very hard word to spell in an outline. Anyways. Do you have some blog posts that just need some tweaks to make them even better? Maybe they need a few images or you need to optimize those blog posts for better RPMs. Do you have posts that might be things like reviews or diet specific that might need an update to bring them up to today's yearly standard? So if you reviewed something last year, maybe you need to change the blog post to be something like, you know, the top grills for 2023 or 2024. Look for those opportunities where you're able to just spend a few minutes updating a blog post, but it could really have a big impact in your rankings. Another way that you can look for low-hanging fruit is think about are there any of your popular posts that have already done well in years past that need a companion post? So what I mean by this is something that is related but is different enough. So Let's say you have an apple pie recipe that has always done really well. And in that post, you talk about how to make your own homemade pie crust. Well, maybe you can create a different blog post for that homemade pie crust 
And now you have the potential to rank for both of those things, both the apple pie and the pie crust, and you can interlink them to strengthen both posts at the same time. The next thing you're going to do is decide on what, uh, what content you want to use to fill those gaps that you discovered. So again, once you know what you have, you're easily going to be able to see what types of content or blog posts you need in order to fill in those content buckets. And then I want you to look for some really quick wins here as well. I want you to look for things like SEO posts that are more of a how to do something or something that is not going to require the full recipe development, photo shoot, and writing of the blog post, but you're able to pull from stuff that you've done in the past. An example of something that I'm doing upcoming in the fall, I have two examples of posts that are basically using content from other blog posts, so it's going to be really easy to create. One is I did an update to an old post for homemade ranch dressing, and the way that those photos were styled, it was basically styled like a veggie tray. And so we're going to do another post that is how to do a veggie tray. That's not the exact post title, but you get the point that these two posts are using the same photos, but they're going to be independent of each other. And it's just more keyword potential for ranking. Another example is I have a pumpkin sheet cake that I redid, and we are going to do a separate post for the frosting by itself. So I can look for ways to basically double down on what I'm already doing or what I've already done in the past to be able to create more content more effortlessly and without having to do quite as much work. Once you've done this work of auditing your past content, figuring out what quick wins you have and deciding what blog posts you're going to create for quarter four, you want to get started on that content as soon as possible. I know that you probably have blog posts that you're still working on for this month or maybe next month, but what I would recommend is starting to focus on your quarter four content as soon as you can. So what that might look like is you go to do a photo shoot of a recipe that you have coming up in July or August, and maybe you pair it with another recipe that you're doing for December. And so what you're doing is you're kind of working from both ends of your content calendar so that you are making progress for the future. This is something I do throughout the year for my food blog because I we are working on creating a lot of content this year. We're doing 16 blog posts a month. I guess I should say four blog posts a week. So it ends up being around 16 per month. And the only way that I've been able to do that is by focusing on these little ways to create more content, focusing on ways where I can do a photo shoot and knock out something for next week, but also for three months down the road. So when I looked the other day at my October calendar, even with having four blog posts a week, I only have five new recipes that I have to shoot in or for October because I've been working ahead and because we are being really strategic and smart with how we're creating content. So that's something to just keep in mind as you're getting started on your content is don't just focus on what you have coming up next, but really look at how you can pair things that you need to do in the future so that you can make it easier on yourself and you don't burn out in the process of trying to create more content for quarter four, especially. I will link in the show notes to an episode that I did in the past about how to create more content because I share more of these types of ideas of how you can create more content more without, you know, having double the effort. And there's a lot of tricks in that episode about how to effectively write more content to do more photo shoots and all of that type of stuff. So it's a really good listen if you're thinking ahead and thinking, wow, I have a lot of work to do for quarter four and I don't know how I'm going to get it all done. That is a great episode to reference and to take some tips from. So friends, there you have it. There are your four steps to getting started on your Q4 plan. 
doing an audit of what you already have for holiday content, finding your low-hanging fruit to update and improve, creating content to fill in those content bucket gaps that you have, and then getting started as soon as possible. Even if you don't start shooting the recipes, you know, next week for October, November, December, just getting started on your plan and figuring out when you're going to do your photo shoots, when you're going to do your writing and kind of working backwards. I like to look ahead at when I want to kind of be off for the holidays and then work backwards from there so I can figure out, all right, if I need to create, you know, 16 blog posts and I have four weeks to do it, that means I'm going to have to do four blog posts a week. Um, whatever that looks like for you, but being intentional about getting ahead and focusing your time is really going to help you to make the best, you know, decisions for planning your content and getting ahead so that you can truly enjoy your quarter four and enjoy your time with family over the holidays. I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. We're going to jump into another three things series where I'm going to do really quick actionable episodes over the next couple of weeks to help you with time management and getting more done and productivity and all of those types of things. So stay tuned for those episodes. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Or you can also head over to thevinepodcast.com to sign up for email notifications when we have new podcast episodes so you won't miss them. All right, friends, that's all I have for you this week. I hope that you will go out and start planning your quarter four. Let me know how it goes. And until next week, talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.